Hey, 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 you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 104, Sitting Duck Syndrome. Um, I want to start this episode by saying it's just so interesting and it feels so good to like say episode 104 or to be in the 100s. I'm still not over hitting 100 episodes, so I'm going to keep on celebrating over here. (laughs) And I just want to start by celebrating and welcome you to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. This episode is all about shifting from dreaming to doing. Sitting duck syndrome is something I decided to call it but I didn't hear that anywhere. So if it's already in use, it is, it's already in use. But what I think about when I say sitting duck syndrome is a lot in reference to our episode from last week, our Friday Philip episode 103 with Shannon Hughes, move or be moved. And Shannon shared his really inspiring story about how he was a voluntary, a voluntary, um, music teacher for 20 plus years and he really loved it and he gave so much of his heart and his life and his teaching skills to students in music and different instruments and just different concepts but he loved teaching and he's an amazing teacher I helped him read his book and I helped him get out in the world and uh, got to work with him in that project and we talked about that in that episode but really what he shares in his story is the way that his school, the music school that he volunteered at closed and it really shook him out of his routine, out of his normal, out of what his life was because in retrospect, when looking at it, he was being called to be the teacher that he is, but in a bigger capacity. And he wasn't necessarily ready for that until he got moved, meaning that school closed. It forced him to consider new ways to teach, to share his passion, to share his knowledge and his natural born leadership. And so I was so inspired by that because, you know, something that I share in my Unleashed program in the eight pillars of empowerment, the first pillar is the awakening pillar. Now, this is really, really important because nobody starts transformation and growth and evolution until their awakening moment. And you see it, right? Like you see people transforming. Um, and if you're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, my guess is that you're somewhere in your transformation and growth process and evolution, like the intentional one. We're always growing. We're always evolving. We're always learning new things that literally comes with age and just being human, right? But very often it's either us or we see people in our lives staying very much the same for a very, very long time. This happened to me, well, I noticed this most when I became a life coach and my eyes were opening to transformation and what's available in like stepping outside of what you know and what your routine is and what's common. And the more that I did that, the more excited I got because more and more became available to me. And I was literally designing my life to my desire and my word. And so I didn't feel like people were telling me what to do anymore. And I didn't feel like my life was dictated by a job or a person or a situation or anything for that nature. And I'm always growing into that more and more. And it becomes more and more exciting because you realize you can declare 
more and more. And that doesn't mean more things. It, it could mean more memories, more meaningful relationships, uh, could mean more money, it could mean a better job, or, but ultimately it's like more fulfilled a life that you're at peace with, a life that you're satisfied with, that you're happy with, that you feel like you've chosen, not that's been chosen for you or dealt to you, right? Often when our awakening moment happens, it feels dealt to us because my awakening moment, and I shared this a couple episodes back, like nothing, we can't change our past and we're not the ones who pick our awakening moment. For me, it was divorce. I was going right along in life and I really thought I was choosing my life. And, and in many cases or senses, I was. But I was also going for my 16-year-old vision of success, right? Like the 15-year-old, the girl in me thought, I'll be married by this age, have kids by this age, have the house by that age, have the job, you know? And so we set up this white picket fence vision of success or like, I really want you to consider what your personal vision of success is and realize or like look at, is it your actual personal vision of success or is it a societal version of success? Is it your parents' version of success? Is it your spouse's version of success? Is it your 16-year-old version of success? Because I had a actually a family member ask me a couple months back, like, you know, I see you growing and I see you doing all these things. And, you know, I'm kind of curious, like, where are you going? What are you getting at? Like, what's your version of success? And I stopped and had to answer it for somebody else for once. Because a lot of people will ask me what my vision is or, you know, what I'm doing with my company and the growth and everything. But no one's actually asked me what my version of success is. And I, I thought it was a very awesome and unique question. And I explained to her like how the what my well-rounded vision of like happiness and peace and ease and joy and grace and flow and bliss. And there's a lot of different components for me personally. And I invite you to consider and answer that question. Maybe sit down and journal. I have a wonderful journaling episode. I forget the number, but it's about effective journaling. And I sat or I answered that question in that moment and it really like kind of enlivened me again about what it is that I'm going for and what I'm creating. And so I want you to consider whose version of success have you been chasing and have you been sitting still waiting for it to come to you or have you been sitting still simply just wishing for it and daydreaming and fantasizing or have you actually been in inspired and aligned action to create that vision as your reality? Now, this really requires you to be clear about what it is that you're creating. It requires you to have some things down on paper, to have some questions answered. What do I really want? What am I really going for? Because to kind of backtrack, I was creating my vision of success and I got really close to it. I got, uh, I had the, a great corporate job. I was making good money. I had a car I loved. I had a relationship I loved. And then we were getting engaged. We got married. We were living together like, and we were house shopping and talking about creating a family. So in my, my personal view, I had made it and I was making it. 
And when I came home, I was working two jobs. I was really um, working a job and then building a business on the side. And so I was really moving at a fast pace in my life when I came home from my doing, working both businesses and my husband asked me for a divorce. And I didn't expect that. And it woke me up. I was basically in that sitting duck syndrome. I had gotten really cozy in the life that I was creating. And as Shannon shared in his episode last week, Move or Be Moved, he got really comfortable in his job and then in volunteering. And it was his, it felt safe. It felt predictable. He loved it. It was where he was thriving. And yet it still ended abruptly. And he kind of shares how he saw the writing on the wall and yet still sat and still wanted that to be true for him. And yet he was being called to higher ground. Now, we're often called to higher ground and we resist it because what we know is what we know. And we love to know. (laughs) We as humans, we just love our illusion of control. We love the illusion of predictability. But you know well enough, you've experienced enough things in your life to know that life is not truly predictable. We can't predict when someone dies. We can't predict our own death. We can't predict getting fired or uh, something closing. And we really, we don't get fired, but we have to move on in life. Or you know, we get divorced or we get, there's an injury, something just like halts and jolts and shifts our life. We do not get to predict those. However, it is up to us how we act and react inside of those occurrences. Sitting duck syndrome is really just kind of holding your breath, sitting still, getting comfortable in the moment or in the situation and then being jolted out of it. Now, it's all fine and dandy when things happen that, you know, you're you're living your best life and something bad just happens. Like, I feel for you. I got it. I'm with you. It happened to me too. And so I like when people um kind of play a little bit of devil's advocate with me and say like, "Oh, yeah, sure." Like you're privileged or you haven't had a tough life or like, oh, like divorce, like that's not that tragic. But, you know, nobody gets to decide whose suffering is worse than someone else's suffering. And I want to say that really loud and clear because I know plenty of people who are scarred from what others would deem a minimal occurrence. Like, oh yeah, that's happened to me too. It didn't have any effect. We don't get to pick what wakes us up. We don't get to pick in our youth the days that our brain develops. There are very pivotal memories and moments that cause you to make certain conclusions about yourself and about other people and about God or higher power and also about life. Nobody picks those occurrences. You just simply act and react to them. And so I want to speak this out loud about what this is like and the way that it goes. Because when we're sitting still in our comfort and we get jolted out of it, there's nothing wrong. And we often make it seem like something's wrong or it, we make it seem like we're being punished or that life's just not fair. But with the right mindset, 
you realize that every single thing, every occurrence, every breakdown, every letdown, everything is an opportunity to move through it. You're being called higher. You're being invited to grow and evolve. And so if you are sitting still, and especially the other side of this spectrum, because I'm kind of talking about how Shannon and I were comfortable in our comfortable lives and we were happy with what we had created and got kind of jolted out of that, is that the leader in you will always shine bigger than anything you think you've set up for. And so when things don't go your way, consider that the leader in you is being pulled out of you. Now, I want to, again, kind of shed light on the other side of the sitting duck syndrome, where if you're sitting in a toxic relationship, you're sitting at a job you're not happy with, you're sitting at 100 pounds overweight, unhealthy, fearing the related illnesses, sitting in that for fear of the unknown is causing suffering of some sort right? You avoid, you know, starting the diet or you avoid breaking up the relationship. You avoid setting a new boundary or telling someone no or whatever that may be. You're avoiding the suffering of making a powerful decision, but you're still suffering from the toxic relationship, being unhealthy, hiding out about your truth. There's suffering on either side of that. It's which suffering do you prefer? Which one has the payout? Which one's going to get you further in life, right? Because if you sit still in comfort or discomfort, you're still sitting still. You're resisting. And resistance, what you resist, persists. And the suffering will persist. And so I invite you to see if you are sitting, if you're sitting still, because the only thing that's constant in life is change. You're always being called to grow. You're always being called higher. And so my invitation is to lean into that. Grow a little bit. Stretch yourself. Read a new book. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> share this podcast. I just actually had a conversation literally with my mom. I just got home from Wisconsin and we drove seven hours home and talking about life and celebrating life. And she was asking about one of my friends said, I'm going to therapy, but not because anything's wrong. And my mom was asking behind the scenes, what's wrong? And I said, you know, it's so beautiful to see in this day and age, in this time of humanity in the world, to see all of the mental health stigmas beginning to fall away and that people can actually go to therapy even when nothing's wrong. You can hire a coach just to level up, not to fix something. And so just because your life is going well doesn't mean that you couldn't be amplifying it. Just because you fear changing doesn't mean you can't. Just because you're afraid to ask for help or say, I'm not sure what I'm doing or I don't have any direction right now doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It just means the leader in you is ready to show up some more. So I invite you to show up some more for yourself, for life, for the people that are waiting for you to truly be the leader that you are. 
And if you are ready to be the leader that you are, then I'm inviting you to work with me. Head over to abigailgaz.com. Check out the work with me tab and see where you're at in your transformation. Have you had your awakening moment? Are you awake yet? Because if you are, you know that it's time for you to start showing up to life. You know that there's more to you, your potential, and your impact. And I am calling you out, boo. It is time for you to live your heart unleashed. It's your time to shine. It's your time to unleash your authentic superpower. And it is time to work together. Thank you so much for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. And thank you for shifting from dreaming to doing. I love you. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality.